0: Hey everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Daydream of Wars podcast. Thank you for joining me for a little solo episode. To be really honest, I just want to talk about my life for a moment. Well, I want to give you a few updates and um, share some rituals and just kind of look into the next few months on the podcast and in the community. And I guess I'm recording this as a podcast episode because it feels like Instagram isn't quite the right place. I'm still kind of on the fence on whether I actually want to be there. I recently let go of my smartphone, which I really love and we'll talk about a little bit more and yeah, um, just embracing the longer form, I guess, of the podcast. So I'm recording this on October 11th, Um, it's Sunday afternoon and I'm sitting in my bed. My two dogs are sleeping, we just went on a really big walk, which was nice I really sensed the season changing here. It's getting a lot darker very quickly. And at the moment it's sunny, but it's also definitely getting colder and I'm heating now, lighting lots of candles and just kind of nesting. And I've been listening to podcast episodes today while I was tidying up and kind of arranging stuff in my home. And I I came across a few episodes on another podcast that were recorded in... March and April and kind of brought me back to this time of the very beginning of the um, pandemic and how confusing it was and overwhelming and I know that I felt that I was kind of in shock for a while, a long while. I spent a lot of that time lying down, resting, eating, feeling kind of a bit frozen in place and also isolating because I was having symptoms at the very beginning of March. And so before lockdown came into place in the UK, I I was kind of already isolating. And what struck me listening to that podcast was how there was kind of, you know, there was shock and it was different and I guess we're more used to it now. We're kind of seven months into it at this stage but there was so much more gentleness and openness. And I wonder if that's just me, but I feel like everyone is just very worn down at this point. And there's a sense of impatience and not as much kind of solidarity and openness as there was in the very beginning. And I think I've read a few articles that were flying around recently around how the six, mark, six month mark in any kind of crisis is really significant and that many of us hit a wall and that really made sense to me I'm not trying to blame anyone I don't think that we're all bad people but just listening to these podcast episodes I was like wow yeah like that has kind of changed and um, maybe in some ways we've needed to kind of come back to our own lives and focus on our own needs rather than looking for our neighbors so much but I hope that as we go into winter that's coming back um and I definitely include myself in that. I think in in March and April, um, yeah, I think that the shock kind of also cracked us open in a way. And there's also been times more recently where I felt like I needed to kind of withdraw from community a little bit more, be more discerning, not spend so much time on Zoom, not be available all the time and finding other ways of connecting with people. I really want to write more letters this autumn, for example, and um, I really love the practice of sending voice messages over text, uh, for example. That feels really good for me. But anyway, I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's some similarity in that we're seeing these big, big increases of infections in the UK, and the number of people in hospitals is going up as well and so yeah i'm i'm trying to kind of really ask myself like what have i learned from being in that place the first time how's it different how can i stay in a place of solidarity and how can i prepare myself and my communities in a meaningful way for this winter and of course, there's also an election coming up that's kind of looming, looming like this big angry ghost, it feels like, almost. And I don't have a lot to say about that, honestly. I um, I am speechless in some ways, and a bit scared, or a lot scared. And even though I live here in Scotland, um, and it is in some ways far away, it will obviously affect us here as well. And I'm I'm worried for my friends over the ocean. Um, but I don't want to go deep, too deep into this doom and gloom thinking and tell you about all the things that I'm anxious about. That's probably not helpful. And I actually wanted to give you some life updates, but that's just where I'm at emotionally, I guess. Um, otherwise, I am trying to remember sharing about my book, Rituals, um, Simple and Radical Practices for... Um, times of crisis it's hard to promote that sometimes this year I forget and time feels so strange um but yeah <laughs> I did write a book you can read it if you like um you'll get a free copy as a patron um a digital copy and on my website yaramagdalena.com slash book there's several different ways in which you can audit and support local indie bookshops so yeah that's all there and I have just recently decided on my second project. Um, my next book is going to be called Slower, Deeper, Wilder. And it's going to be a queer um, mixed media memoir exploring being in lockdown and death and DIY philosophy, which is very exciting. And it also brings me to my next life update. I In autumn or rather in the summer, I was thinking a lot about, you know, like what, what will I... Do in autumn and winter to kind of get me through, and obviously there's lots of different things that I'm doing. Um, but even as a really hardcore introvert, I'm, I'm noticing this like lack of engagement and the sense that I'm in my head so much more than I usually would be. And I'm not someone who goes out all the time anyway, or who like you know has dinner parties three times a week and then goes to the cinema and then this and then that. I'm very much a homebody, um, but still I miss the small things that I used to do all the time, and um, so there's more time, and I spend a lot of time on Netflix, like this week in particular, oh my god, I, I clocked so many Netflix hours, and so I wanted to allow myself to do that, I think that's totally human and fine, and also I wanted to do something different that feels nourishing, and maybe expansive in some way so I decided to go back to university not in a big way I'm not doing another degree necessarily I don't think so maybe I will who knows you know but anyway Uh, and I initially enrolled in um, a Scottish literature course which I really loved the idea of but it ended up feeling not quite right for me I think I wanted something more feminist and um I wanted less live engagement, so um, very last minute in October, sorry, at the at the end of September, I um, returned to my old university at the Open University, with whom I did my first degree, and I'm now studying philosophy, which is really exciting, and I really really love it so far. It feels like it makes sense for me and my work and where I'm at in my life, and I really want to think about like what could I queer DIY philosophy look like and how could I maybe share some of the stuff that I'm learning so that all of us can have more conversations around finding our own philosophies. And I think, yeah, I think for many of us, it feels important at this time to kind of return to the bigger questions of life. And I think philosophy can be really intimidating, especially All the texts, and I just want to find a way that's kind of more accessible and playful and interactive, and that's gonna be my next book. So I'm not gonna make a promise as to when that comes out, but I'm just gonna make a a gentle start um, this month, and I'll update you how that goes. Otherwise, as I've mentioned, I moved houses. I am still in a town very near where I used to live, um, and I. I celebrated one year in Scotland in July this summer, um, which I really love. I'm so happy I moved here before the pandemic began because it feels like of all the places in the world, this is really where I want to be Um, on so many levels. Yeah, I'm really, really grateful that I get to live here. Um, I miss my family in Germany a lot and I really wish I knew when I will see them again and I feel that the zoom chats and all that are just not good enough um but yeah I love Scotland in so many ways I even love winter here like I said it's getting a lot colder and darker and around the winter solstice um we have only like seven hours of daylight which is really not that much so it's getting dark early in the afternoon and to me I yeah I really love it and it's totally changed my relationship to seasons and to winter and grief and darkness and all those things. And I'm imagining almost like being an, an apprentice to winter and like, this is so, so internal and beautiful. I imagine it to be like a velvet blanket. And it, for me also really shows like what's important in life, the intimacy of connections and being home and yeah. Yeah all these things that I've always loved, but kind of really come into being here. And I moved because I bought a home, which is something I've been wanting to do for a really, really long time. And I feel lots of things, mind me, I feel deeply grateful. It's really beautiful to have a place of my own and invest kind of in this place in a much deeper way. I have so much to say politically, um, socially around, how I feel about landlords, what I have endured in, in my 20s. I, I lived in an illegally converted garage for two years. I paid so much money for that, money I will never see back. I lived in a caravan. I was in a pair for a really long time. I lived in really shitty student houses that had moldy corners and all of that was so normalized and I'm so happy that I'm done doing that. I'm also really happy that I found this town which is really so affordable and when I, um, yeah, so I, I'm really happy, I'm super happy that I lived, left the city last year. I don't see myself ever living in a city again Um I so value the access to open green spaces I have here and like just generally the spaciousness. It feels really unpretentious and grounded and beautiful. I can see the sea from my window, like a tiny, tiny sliver. It's further away in the distance now. I used to live very near the beach. Um, I see the bridge and I can visit my friends in the city in theory when there's not a pandemic, haha. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah this feels really good and um my mortgage is incredibly small I'm paying just 250 pounds which um is so much less than I've ever been able to pay in rent as as an able you know like as in what I could find and it gives me a lot of feelings around you know like what happens and how big the impact is to be a long-term renter um being here now I feel so much more investment and like I painted my walls there are dusty rose in my bedroom and like a sage green in my living room and I decorate it with so much more love and affection and like really deep roots and investment in this place um and I get to plant a garden you know I, I'm gonna um dig the plants and little trees that I used to have in pods into the ground and that feels so special it's a lot of work, um, but I'm so here for it. And I mean, I think that I could have afforded a bigger place had I really wanted to. This is a small, it's a, well, it's not tiny. It's a beautiful one bedroom flat. And I just feel with this small mortgage and being in this town that's kind of really ancient and beautiful and has this amazing architecture and a theater and um, an art school not an art school in a conventional sense but like an art center that offers art classes and evenings which is just basically all I want in life you know there's so much freedom in that and how I think about my business and um, maybe converting the attic one day doing cool things in my garden and I think choosing somewhere really affordable um, rather than growing and growing my business and like just blowing things up for the sake of it feels really good and right. So I'm thinking about what it means to have like a, a right-sized life and also what's next for me. I'm, I'm approaching six years in business soon and it's going well and I'm really happy there's been definitely moments in March and April where I got scared because some people needed to cancel. I just didn't have any energy to work. I just did what I needed to do. But I definitely experienced like a big dip in, in income and bookings and that has returned. I'm pretty booked for the rest of the year. Um, the community is going really well that I run. I still have lots and lots of patrons for whom I'm so grateful And really excited to be in service too. Um, And so I'm keeping things pretty simple and that feels really good. Um, Yeah, (laughs) that was my long ramble. And it's also an adjustment, I guess. You know, like I I feel guilty sometimes. I want this for everyone. I think secure housing, just thinking about how much it has changed my life, really, really just makes me angry about the fact that that's not available to everyone. And before I go, I wanted to talk a little bit more about rituals that feel good at the moment. I'm, I'm thinking of myself almost as like a squirrel on fire in a way because I'm, I've am i been nesting so hard the last two weeks since I moved. Like I stocked up on candles and I have lots of tinned, tinned organic curries as ready meals for days where I have no energy and then I came up with all these games with the dogs in case we can't go for long walks anymore and I have lots of herbs here and tinctures and most importantly I have a lot of craft projects that I feel will feel supportive through the winter month um, when there's so much darkness and yeah so to summarize one of my main rituals is autumn was to let go of my smartphone which I really haven't regretted um I got a very basic Nokia phone instead. It's the Nokia 800 Tough, I think it's called. And it's one of those outdoor phones that you can basically throw down and they won't break. And it has WhatsApp on it, but that's pretty much the only thing. Um, and Google Maps, but you can't go on Instagram and there's no other app like Telegram or something. And it's it took a little while, like a week or so to work things out. Like for example, you... You can have WhatsApp on your computer. I'm not a big fan of WhatsApp as such, but it's the only app that my grandparents and some other family members know how to use. So I'm kind of okay staying on, on there for that. Um, So that's a bit annoying because it means I'm always typing on my phone, but then I shifted to mainly sending voice messages and that actually feels really good anyway and is my preference. And I found a way to use Instagram on my browser. Like I said, I'm kind of conflicted about that anyway, about what I'm getting out of that. But that's what I'm using at the moment. And then I got a really old iPod, um, like a tiny one. It was twenty quid, and I manually transfer podcast episodes once a week, and that feels actually really good because I want to be subscribed to a lot of podcasts to just kind of stay in touch and see what comes out. But I don't actually need to kind of be bombarded with all these episodes. So once a week I sit down and I think about kind of the theme and the mood for that week. And then I download a bunch of episodes that fit that. And then on my walks, I listen to about 10 podcast episodes every week, which I know is a lot, but it's like my favorite medium. So that's what I do. And uh, yeah, it really brings a lot more intention to how I use screens and technology and how I stay in touch with people and I really feel that has opened up a lot of space in my head for other stuff, and there isn't a ton of space to begin with, if I'm really honest. I feel everything is just a lot to hold right now, there's so much coming in, and I I really want to kind of keep the bandwidth that I have for the things that matter, and that make me feel good and connected, so yeah, that feels good. Um, And then I prepared my kitchen. Like I said, I have gotten a lot of, um, tinned ready meals, um, organic vegetable curries and a lot of spices and like warming foods. Um, yesterday I baked some cookies that were really nice and nourishing, like they're, um, ode based with lots of, lots of cinnamon and nutmeg and nuts and raisins. Um, I froze some of them and then I, um, I got a, chair that warms up which I love it's like an old people's chair um with like proper ears um that you can kind of tilt back I don't know what that's called it's like a recliner basically and so once a day I recline in my recliner and I read poetry with my dogs on my lap and that's our kind of afternoon ritual at the moment and I made some candles last week which I really enjoyed um I was this came about because I was looking at really fancy handmade candles on Etsy and uh, felt guilty spending so much money and then I was like actually I'm gonna spend a fraction of that money and just get ingredients and then make them myself and that was so much fun and I think I really want to bring that DIY spirit back into my ritual practice and just question the parts of myself that really fall for spiritual consumerism and just try to make more things myself and really enjoy the process and um what else oh yeah so one more thing I did that I really enjoy is I found a spot in nature by a lake here um that I'm gonna go and visit several times a week not every day because it's a little bit too far away for that I think but I really want to kind of do that practice as a way of keeping a sense of time. I think that's something I found really hard in March and April and May, where everything seemed so stuck and bleak that I kind of like, I could hardly tell if a week had passed or a few hours. And I know many of us have felt that way. So I'm kind of thinking about ways in which I can witness the season change and keep touch with the sense of time passing in a positive way rather than a stressful way. And I want to make more zines this winter and also read more zines. So if you ever want to swap zines, please get in touch um, and let me know because I love that. And I yeah I want to really see what other people are working on. Um, and then I might do some weaving and some embroidery. Um, and I think overall it's a lot about creating experiences and putting things in place for times where i will have less energy than i have now so yeah i would love to hear what that looks like for you what you're thinking about right now what this the shift of season is like um you can reach out to me on instagram or send me an email hello at yarrowdigital.com for patrons i am continuing to offer all my digital zines so you can come become a patron and then download them. You also get access to the Embodied Magic Archive which is a year-long program um, based on a life program I used to run and it's now a self-study course. So each month you get a package of ritual ideas that are themed. The themes are something like rootedness and pleasure dreaming, boundaries, (laughs) those kinds of things. And then they contain playlists and tarot spreads and herbal recipes and ritual ideas and journaling prompts and movement practices. Um, And then you also get a free copy, a digital copy of my book, Rituals. And I'm currently running a course called um, Dream in which we meet every Saturday for 45 minutes to just write together. And I share some journeying prompts, um, but there's not a lot of content as such. So it's really just about getting together on Saturday afternoons, well, afternoons in the UK, <laughs> um, to kind of light candles, be together, check in, and then just do some quiet writing together. And the first few sessions were really beautiful. You can still join that, and I'm actually considering... Continuing that through winter because I need it myself. I need that framework and the gentle group accountability. And yeah, it's really gentle. I think that's the emphasis. um The last session, a few of us um were joining from bed, for example, and that really inspired me. And I was like, I'm not going to sit at my desk just because I'm facilitating. So I'm going to join from bed the next time as well. So I'm excited for that and you can become a patron by pledging $3 or more um, and that gives you access to all these things and I'm really grateful that so many of you have said yes because that means I can offer all these things without the tiers being massively high and unaffordable, you can just pledge whatever you like and I enjoy making these things so much so that feels great. Gosh, thank you so much for my little ramble. We've come to almost, yeah, to 25 minutes now. I thought this was going to be like a 10-minute check-in, but it seems like I had more to get off my chest, and I'm really grateful for your listening, and I'm sending lots of love. Bye.